talking to my students about making good decisions online. Sure. And uh, we were taking this little quiz and one of the questions was, you know, what's what which of Jerry's actions could have the biggest consequence? Yeah. Uh, one of them was he says his hair is blonde when it's actually brown. Uh, another one was he changes his profile picture to a picture of his pet dog. And the last one was he lies about his age and says he's 25 instead of 12. That's over double his age. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, most kids, they immediately say, lying about his age. You know, exposed to who knows what kind of inappropriate things. Right. Um, Alcohol, voting, you know, selective service. Renting a car. All these things. Yeah. Insurance goes down. So, <clears throat> you know, that's that's what they go to right away. But I say, well, hey, wait a minute. I mean... Think about this, because you probably didn't. Yeah. Um, what if Jerry changes his profile picture to a picture of his dog? All of a sudden, lots of dogs start contacting him. And, I mean, what kind of dog is it? Is he a female dog? Is you it know, a female dog? I'm, I'm going to say it's a male dog. Uh, is it a mutt? Probably. Probably. Okay. But, uh, all these dogs start contacting him. They want to be his friend. Sure. He starts making a lot of dog friends, talking about dog things. And, How do you uh, keep up the charade for so long? And that's the point. You can't. You're you just can't. living eventually, on a throne of lies. Eventually the dogs are going to find out. And then they won't trust you anymore. Yeah. And they're not. They're going to be hurt. Because they thought they had a friend. And it was really just somebody lying to them the whole time. You know what that reminds me of? It's a phony. The story of the boy who, who cried Catcher wolf. Catcher in the Rye. Oh. Well, they're essentially the exact same story. Yeah. yeah. But the story of the boy who cried wolf. This is the story of a boy who cried dog. Wow. And at the end... Nobody trusted him. He probably died of leukemia. That's really sad. Welcome to Dylan and Dutch Welcome. Metal Detecting. Welcome, Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting, a special episode. Oh, this is! I am so excited about this episode. Uh, you know we're 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 on a trip right now, but we're still we're still recording because you we know, record everything. Everything we want to document it for our, our fans, our, our editors. We'll just peel back a piece <clears throat> of the onion. We have a team of editors working around the clock. Mm. So we literally record everything. This, we, could, we could talk about this, right? Yeah. We have a recording going uh, 24-7. When we sleep, our editors, they don't want to listen to it. 
mm-hmm. when we sleep, and uh, we f- we fire them constantly because I demand people to listen to the things happening. And not at like double speed. No, or not absolutely like the, not. Those when you play it and it takes out all the blank spaces, mm-hmm. dead air. No, no, no. Because <coughs> you might miss stuff. Yeah. So this is, and I'm going to edit this episode so I know it's going to stay in because our editors can get a little vindictive about mm. the things we say and edit things inappropriately. I remember, what was it, episode three? Mm. They edited it for us to seem as if we were uh, racist. Remember that? Was it just episode three? I think it was episodes three through uh, 38. Huh. And episodes 39 through now, we've listened to before they post yeah. online. That was one where we went tornado hunting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we record everything. But this we, is a milestone. Yeah. How many podcasts can you can, can say they've done 50 podcasts? I have no idea. I don't listen to podcasts. No, neither do I. Not even our own. I, I have not listened to one of these. Yeah. We have 8,000 subscribers as of last week. What do you think of that? Um, I think there are 8,000 incredibly intelligent people out there. Right. Probably good looking. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. I mean, at least a little bit better at wielding a sword. Well, if they listen to all 50 episodes, they could be Olympic hopefuls. <clears throat> I mean, maybe in smaller countries like England or China. Yeah, flyover countries. Flyover countries, yeah. right. Just like our flyover states. Yeah. Hawaii, Alaska, Florida, Delaware. On the way here, I texted you. Mm-hmm. I said, do you want me to get you a snack? Yeah. I yeah. said no. I was stuffed. What'd you eat tonight? Chili nachos. Oh, do you make those yourself? No. Uh, I found a snack bar at the bottom of uh, the mountain. Okay. Yeah. Was it turkey chili, or was it like regular beef chili? You know, I don't I don't think it was any kind of real meat. Oh, good. Yeah. They were not very good, but I, I ate them until I was sick. That's fine. Yeah. You know, you got to eat when there's food available. Reminds us of the um, workout series we did in the... Uh, <clears throat> 70s and 80s, Guns and Buns. Yep. We had the cookbooks that was uh, the companion piece to it. Yeah. And part of it encouraged people to eat foreign foods mm-hmm. from street vendors, preferably foods that had been left out all day. Preferably rotating on a stick. Meats unknown. <clears throat> yeah. Well, do you want to bring our subscribers up to date, up to speed on what we're doing today? Yeah, sure. It's um, kind of pretty exciting. Gosh, I'm a little uh, tired from our, our workout. Yeah, we, uh, well, we're, we're about to enter um, a cave that uh, we previously thought we would we would never enter because uh, the whereabouts were secret, and uh, right. it was told to us by Father Oron. Father? Was it Father Oron? Bishop Oron? Gosh, I, I don't remember. I'm not Catholic. Yeah. I don't know what to call the guy. But, um... He didn't. He never really gave us a whole lot of detail about what went on inside of the cave, other no. than it was a uh, a life changing experience for him and Yukon, where they uh, encountered some kind of evil. Yeah. And it sent them on two very different paths. Evidently. Yeah. Uh, where Yukon went to pursue this evil and try to eradicate it from the world, and Father Oron he secluded himself behind. Uh, uh, the safety of some sort of... I don't, well, I the don't Vatican. Know, the, the Vatican, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, as safe as that place is. Yeah. So, uh, Father Oron, uh, the last we talked with him, he 
said there was something we needed to see in this cave. Yeah. We're searching for Yukon, grasping at any clue we can. Uh, we're, we were about to head to Iceland, but Father said we needed to go see what was in this cave. There's something that we had to see. The problem I have with all of this is, do we, do we really need to see it? Can he just tell us? Do we really need to go to another cave? I'm kind of caved out. We spent years in caves together. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm living out Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> just going into cave after cave. I've never played it. You know, I've started to leave treasure behind. Oh, yeah? These caves that we go into. <clears throat> That's good. That'll be valuable someday. Sorry, I'm eating right now. Svenhard's breakfast claws. You know... These are amazing. You you brought these in, and my mouth immediately started watering. Yeah. I've had four already. That's that's a healthy amount. It's you, oh look at the back. It's the um it's a serving size. Four breakfast claws. Yeah. Well, that's convenient because they come in a pack of eight. Well, this one does anyway. So I yeah. mean, you could really I mean have one meal for a grown man. Some days I will. Buy those Pillsbury cinnamon roll things, yeah. and I'll eat all of them after you, cooking them. Oh, I was going to ask if you cook them first. Depending on how much alcohol is in my system? Yeah. Sometimes I don't even cook them, but, but it guarantees you'll throw up immediately after that. Because hmm. if you have so much alcohol in your system and you eat all that doughy, pasty, there's some raw egg in it, so you're kind of required to cook it. That's at least in their instructions. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not a wizard. No. But I'd like to think that it's required to cook before you eat it. I, I eat dough all the time. Yeah, I kind of go the route. I, it's got to be cooked, I guess, you know, by my stomach acid or something. So, yeah. you know, I don't really follow those. Things. I mean, I'll eat whatever I want. I'll eat dough. I'll yeah. eat raw cookie dough. I don't care. I drink six bottles of soda every day. And yet, my gastroenterologist has the nerve to say that I have... Severe acid reflux. Hmm. I don't know where he gets off trying to tell me how to live my life. It's a quack. Oh, it was the third one I went to. I think they're all complete quacks. Yeah. You know, it's just like a chiropractor saying that you need to get your back adjusted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I or, uh... had a terrible fall when I was in my 30s, and I broke a couple of my um, backbones. What are they called? Vertebrae. Right. And I went to a chiropractor, because I couldn't walk. And I could walk after that, but I was still really upset that she charged me thirty five ninety five. Hmm. Because I have health insurance. Yeah. And she refused to just bill out the insurance first. It's a racket. I had to pay the copay first, and I, um, I never got it refunded to me. Hmm. It just gnaws at me all day long. They're essentially medicine people. You're thinking about it right now, aren't you? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I am. I would love to name that chiropractor, but I kind of don't want to be sued, but I kind of do. I don't know. Lawyers don't bother me. Remember that time we went to chiropractic school? Sure. Yeah. I remember those four years. Then we got licensed... And we realized, almost at the same time, within like the first couple months, we hate doing this, yeah. and we don't like helping people. I mean, I love the sound that it makes. Of a back breaking? Yeah. 
it releases a lot of endorphins. Yeah, really. Knowing that you are adjusting someone's spinal column. Yeah. I had to take breaks in between because I would just get so excited about it. Yeah, I had to. I had to um, pick up another habit of drinking, and uh, can I say this on the podcast? I don't know. Remember that stuff we brought from Nicaragua? Those yeah. Plants. Yeah. And we kind of processed yeah. them and turned that white powder. Yeah. Um, I sampled some of it for uh, just briefly, just for like uh, um, seven years. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. Uh, but I've been. I've been clean for hours. I have some. Oh, really? Yeah, if you want some. I'd like some. Yeah. No, me too. We'll have oh a little some. I need to pick me up. Be right before we go in. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Do you have a mirror? Yeah. I want to look good before I go in the, in the cave. You got it. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Where were we? <coughs> <sighs> uh, yeah. Uh, you know what this... Uh, you know what this place reminds me of? Do you remember Tanzania? Yes. Yes. The, uh, when we, uh, were doing the thing. With the guy. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, with the other thing. Hunting poachers. Right. Yeah, yeah. And the guy that taught us. Yeah. You say his name at the same time? Crocodile Dundee. Paul Hogan. Yeah. Yep. That's right. He's the man. Uh, those of you that don't know, we were in a... Knife-throwing contest with uh, Paul Hogan himself mm. on the, the Bayou. Everglades, yeah. Right in the Everglades, same place. Yeah. Uh, was it in Florida or... No, it was... Lo- it's all the same down there. Somewhere in South. Yeah, they all hate black people. So we... And that's why I love affirmative action. <laughs> I can't can't wait to hear what our editors are going to do with this one. You know, I mean, all the all the meetings that we have with whoever it could be, you know, public officials, uh, heads of state, FBI directors. It's all just it, 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 they do whatever they want with it. They'll that reminds me, we have a um, two thirty next Wednesday. Yeah. Um, just for FaceTime with the guy. Okay. Uh, Louis Farrakhan. Okay. We're going to be talking with him about. Um, the crisis in the Middle East, and restoring Jewish relations to some towns in New Mexico. He has some ideas about that. I thought that was Kushner's job. Who? I don't know. Yeah, no. Okay. No, we're going to be dealing with that. Got it. And um, the nation of something is going to be coming with him. Okay. So make sure we have enough uh, tables and chairs All right. for a conference room. I'll call my guy. Also, uh, do you have a... A bow tie salesman. Someone told me that he really likes no, bow ties. No, I got, I did. I used the same guy that Bill Nye has. Okay. But I don't know. The guy was a real twerp, man. I. What's I important like is to be culturally. Um, what's it called? Sensitive yeah. to him and his people, and yeah. he talks about Israel a lot. So all of our friends who are of Jewish descent, especially our friends who have parents that were in the Holocaust. We're going to bring them along as a, as a token of goodwill. Okay. To meet, and we'll talk, and it's just something I want to do. I want to bridge gaps. No, I get it. That's, uh, that's good. Right. You know I'm, what? Yeah. I'll, I'll get back in touch with my bow tie guy. Okay. I'll bridge that gap. Is, this, is his name Sebastian? 
I have a feeling that if you're a bow tie salesman, your name should be Sebastian. No. Okay. Was it it's Henry? Manuel. It's Manuel. Oh. <laughs> See that? Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Where, where were we? You were talking about how great affirmative action is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't need to say any more about that. I mean, I went in on for about 15, 20 minutes, didn't I? It's the main reason I got into, um, uh, what's it called? That school in Atlanta, Georgia? Yeah. But I didn't go because mm. I got a full ride to the Navy SEAL camp. Yeah. Which I didn't finish because I was really hungry. You would think that they would feed you more there. <clears throat> no, and they wouldn't allow uh, you to cannibalize. I tried to sneak a crate of Svenharts into there. Yeah? Yeah. What happened to him? I don't know. That's all. Did they kick you out? I never got in. Oh. Yeah, so uh, I, I just tried to sneak him in. You know, during uh, the Vietnam War, Navy SEALs' <clears throat> kill ratio was 200 to 1. That's, uh... Child's play. That's okay. what you were about to say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... When we were in Korea, did you really like the food? Or... Um... North Korea, I'm talking no, about. Oh, no. Except... Gosh, what was that one meal we had? The albacore tuna? No, it was Eggs Benedict. Sure. Yeah. That was... I mean, a Korean delicacy. That's where they invented it. Yeah. <clears throat> and that, uh, I mean, yeah. No, that was really good. Everything else sucked. You know, now that you're here with me, I just realized our Tupperware company, Yeah. we need to do a corporate, uh, a board of uh, directors meeting in order to keep our incorporation. Oh, shoot, you're right. Yeah. Gosh, we don't... Of all the things that we let slide, that one keeps coming up. Keep forgetting to do it. Yeah. And uh, we don't have a secretary here, but we do have quorum. Yeah. But let me do the official count. Okay. Two. Yeah, we have quorum. So <clears throat> maybe <coughs> uh, we could just call the meeting order and our editors will just edit this part out. Okay. Because... Um, they're smart. I mean, they're idiots in a way. And they're, um, even though we deducted their pay, yeah, uh, they're going to do exactly what we tell you, what we tell them. So, edit this out. And, uh, so, so this Tupperware company, Market Zero Tupperware, mm -hmm. um, everything's fine. Or quarterlies are doing okay. Mm -hmm. We have a slip in, uh, sales in, Baton Rouge. Yeah, Rubbermaid's really been getting a foothold there. Your talk on race relations in that part of the South, even though <coughs> you're all for integration, mm -hmm. they're just not ready for it. And I think that's why our sales have gone down. Yeah. And our idea to create that subsidiary, Uncle Tom's Tupperware Incorporated, um, <coughs> that went out of business. And I don't get it. Neither do I. It's like 
my Uncle Tom, he loved Tupperware. I just thought it was like a good, you know, tribute to him. And I'm kind of sad that it went under like that. Yeah. Kind of like him. And here's the problem. Um, we had some complaints in through HR. The assistant administration um, secretary, Rosa, you kept calling her Rosa Parks. And her name is Rosa Park. And she made some formal complaints against you. She was so, she was Korean, wasn't she? Yeah. And so I had I had her fired. I just want to let you know what's going on there. Okay. She didn't appreciate that we kept putting her in the back of the office building. That being said. That being said, she made some killer eggs, Benedict. She sure did. Oh gosh. But, other than that, I think we could close out this meeting with a, uh, the profit margins are up 2.4%, and in the future, let's not talk about affirmative action in the South or anywhere um, where the KKK is prevalent. So, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, uh, South Carolina, Texas, am I missing anything? Oklahoma, Kansas. Newfoundland. So, that'll wrap that up. Okay, Kenny, editor, you could uh, start playing back in. Fade back in. And, so, I'm saying, this cave has really interesting leaves. And this poison ivy, if you get too close to it, I mean, you're going to have a rash forever. Man, It'll take rash. three weeks. Oh, yeah, man, you just don't have to think about that. You just forget about it. Big Lebowski quote. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> That's where we got our name for our Tupperware company, Market should, Zero. Yeah, we should really quote the Big Lebowski more. <sighs> Let's make a know. note of that. I'm going to write that down right now. Write it down. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Do you want to tell the listeners what UConn, or Father Bishop Oran did before he sent us on this mission to go to the cave? That's what everyone's wondering about. No, I don't remember. Oh, why he, he's not here. <coughs> he refused to go in. Yeah. And then he, he fainted when he yeah, got too close. He started turning real pale and looking terrible and then fainted, yeah. He, he hit his head. I think he was having convulsions. I'm not a doctor. And uh, he was spitting up blood. So because I'm not a doctor, I know that it, you're liable if you start any type of CPR. Mm. So instead of starting it, we left him there. Yeah. We covered him with a blanket, and uh, now we're here. Yeah. He should be fine. I mean, we're in Italy. We don't have, they don't have the Good Samaritan policy no. here. No. Yeah. No, they're all Ninevites. <laughs> So, uh, he's not here. No. But we're about to go in. Yeah. Let's do it. Typical cave. Uh, how do you want to describe it? It's a cave. It's a lava tube, actually. Yeah. It appears to be, from uh, from the looks of it. We're on the side of Mount Vesuvius. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Never would have seen it. Yeah. We didn't know where <clears throat> exactly it was located. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, really hard to find on a, You wouldn't be able to see this on any no, kind of satellite. No, this definitely is not our first lava tube yeah. we've been in. And it probably won't be our last. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, it's that's an interesting tube. shape. It's like very narrow and it's ribbed in a way. Have you noticed that? What's that over there? It ha- there was those, a- those honey badgers? Oh, shoot, there are. Do we fight them? What do they really do? I want to kill a honey badger if we found a honey badger's nest. Yeah. I've always wanted one as a pet. We should take one of their cubs. You know what? On the way back out, I'm okay. gonna grab one. Okay, that's, no, that's fine. No, yeah. they're really I docile. I don't want to deal with a honey badger on the way all the way down the cave. Right. No, I don't blame you. Taking care of it, I'll grab it on the way out. Yeah, but I noticed that at the top of the cave, it seems uh, like a like a, a nodule at the top. Yeah, almost like a pr- protrusion. Gee, I wonder what our editors will do with that one. Oh. Uh, so we're at the end. Do you have the uh, your half of the Gospel of Judas? So we're at the end of the cave. Yeah. Typical <laughs> end of a cave. Nothing it's a dead here. end. I wonder what would happen if we put the two halves of our Gospel of Judas together. Uh, I think that's a very bad idea. Oh, yeah? Kind of like how you wouldn't put the gatekeeper and the key master together in Ghostbusters. Uh, well, you know what? I think it's about time we cross these streams. That's fine. You got it? Oh, I thought you meant we're going to have a sword fight. Yeah, hang on. No, no, no. There you go. let's, Let's have our editors add in... Some sound effects of paper rustling right yeah. there, so it sounds like we're actually right. dealing with ancient parchment. Right. <laughs> cool. All right. So long as it sounds believable. Yeah. It doesn't drown out my voice. Okay. You, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Let's put them together. <laughs> Well, that was kind of anticlimactic. Hey, let's tell our editors <coughs> to put in some, like, really cool sound effect right there. So it sounds like... Yeah. Um, Kenny, but, you know what to do, pal. Use the believable track. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Check out that wall over there. What's happening to it? It's it's moving. That it wall's moving. moving. There's a room back there. There's, hey, like, light Kenny, coming out of it. put in the sound... Because it's not picking up on the phone, I don't think. Put in the sound of a rock wall being... Slidden down or something. Make sure you do it before I make that and then edit my thing out. Okay. So, this cave. There's another cave. Yeah, there's like a hidden room over there. Right. Let's go check it out. You wouldn't think anyone would be able to get this past, this far in this cave. Nope. No one. So, what's actually happened is. We've made it into the cave's cervix. If you will. (coughs) Dutch, would you like to explain uh, what's on the walls? The writing's on the walls. Well, Dylan, you're actually correct. 
It appears that there is some sort of glowing writing on the wall. I wonder how this phenomenon is actually occurring. My guess... Stay with me. Yeah. We're in a volcano. We're in a lava tube. I'm guessing on the other side of this wall, there is still glowing red-hot lava. Sure. And uh, Could be very someone hot has somehow crafted these this volcanic glass lettering as like a light channel from sure. that glowing red hot lava and it's yeah. actually coming all the way through the glass and appearing on the other side of this wall. It's pretty good. Yeah, good explanation, right? Yeah. Kind of geological. I guess, sure. Yeah. I'll buy it. Okay. <clears throat> What's the, it say? See the paintings. It's interesting. It's like it's telling a story of two men. Yeah. See them doing a bunch of things, and then... It's like the Stations of the Cross, except there are these guys that are about to fight a dark being. Yeah. And, uh... We'll check out that one at the end. They're on the ground. It's as if they're dead. All of them. Yeah, that being's dead, too. Could this be us? Is this prophesying our death? So, what you're saying is... That's us there, fighting this... This this being? And... And we die during the fight, but we take it out too? Is that... How you're interpreting this? There's... It looks like... Like Greek words... Underneath this dark being... It's like it's its name... I speak Hebrew, right? No. That must be Greek. I think it's saying I think it's saying Astaroth. Is that name ring a bell? Astaroth? Hmm. I think it says Asherah. So Astaroth was part of well, we can only assume is the demonic trinity. He's one of the three. <coughs> I think Bishop Oran wants us to know that we're about to go and die. Well, that's rude. <laughs> well, I don't know. What he, I think he's Italian. Aren't they also? Isn't that come with being Italian? Being rude. I, mean, I guess it's a good warning. I don't want to be. I don't want to generalize over people. So. I mean, this this is a big decision right what is? here. Well, I mean, if this is true, if this is a prophecy about us, we're, we're really facing a decision of, do we go and seek out this being and battle it, and then die in the process, or live? Right. Will we really live, though, after this? If we just tuck-tailed and run? Yes, we would. In a biological sense. Right. And a spiritual... And in, <coughs> in no way... Um, cowardly way. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. What's that over there? In the distance? Like, right at the end. It looks like an... 
Is that metal? What is that on the ground? I don't know. Let me get out my metal detector. <laughs> I think you just pick it up. It's like on no, the no, surface. No, no, no. no, no. Hang on. <coughs> okay. Do you want to put it in like some... Beep, 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 beep. I have it on silent. Hey, uh, editors, can you throw in like a metal detector sound? No, it's definitely metal. Go ahead and pick it up. Okay. It's a spear of some sort with some blood on it. What do you think? I think we should. I think we should take it. Oh, absolutely. I would want to take anything out of this place that's covered in blood. I mean, just for the sanitation. I'm still in the Skyrim mindset, man. I mean, right. That's probably like a magical spear. Why not? It's probably like a unique item. I mean, think about it. So far, we've found the 30 pieces of silver. Yeah. You have a pickaxe forged from the nails that crucified Jesus. I got it right here. And uh, I have Cutco knives. We're essentially loaded to the gills with weapons. Yeah. Now you've got a pretty sweet spear. Can I use it? Can I can I be the one to wield it? I took some spear throwing classes <clears throat> in junior college. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I used to fight with spears um, when I did the underground fighting circuit. See, Fact, I thought I took spear classes, sign up for it. Turns out it was just javelin classes. <laughs> which yeah. was obvious right away because those guys had no idea I was coming <laughs> after them. That explains where you kicked out a few months later. Yeah. You had uh, kind of impaled everyone in that class. But they had me come back and teach spear fighting classes. Right. Reminds me of um, the spear or the javelin in uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Mm. We were actually consultants on that movie. Yeah. On, on how to throw a javelin. <clears throat> <clears throat> so the question is, are we going to fight? What do you think? Do we fight or do we stay? What are we going to do? I mean, we have a business to run. Yeah. We have this podcast to keep up. I mean, I'm worried about our Tupperware sales. Essentially, I want to build it into an empire. You know what? So we could buy that boat we always talked about. Live on Lake Michigan. Drifting around. I mean, who are we kidding? Catching bluegill. Starting our bluegill farm. Start that folk band. The Bluegills? Yeah. Me and the harmonica, you and the harp. <clears throat> well, I've been thinking long and hard about it for these 20 seconds. You too? Yeah. I think I've made up my mind. <coughs> what do you want to do? I think we're going to do what we do best. So do we end it now? Yeah, I, th- I think we're good. Okay. Editors, um, fade in a music track. Uh, make it something poppy and fun, because kind of ending on a really serious note. So. Yeah, we want to keep that theme going for the podcast. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, so, thanks guys. Thank you, guys. So, Rosa made some complaints, because I think you made a pass at her. And she talked to me privately, and I was like, well, you're going to get a free dinner. So why are you upset about this? Hmm. This is Dutch. She's like, well, I'm married. He's not trying to come on to you. He just wanted to take you out to dinner. Yeah. Can a and, guy take a nice woman out to dinner? Right. To a nice and dinner? the movies. And uh, the, that motel. Um, she the had a problem. free HBO. Yeah. 
does she have HBO at her home? No. Her husband's out of work. I mean, we made sure the bank fired him because we just didn't like the fact that she was being supported and we wanted her to feel a little isolated. So, so she had a problem with that. <clears throat> so that's the real reason we fired her. Live and learn, I guess. Yeah. Um, anyways, how are the shipments coming from Thailand? I can't keep up. Yeah. I don't know where to put the money. Yeah. In his heyday, <clears throat> um, Escobar, Paul, Paul es- Pablo Escobar, he spent $20,000 a month on rubber bands to hold his $100 bills. Oh, my Can you gosh. imagine that? I've been using paper clips. Yeah. No, that's wrong. No. Uh... Binder clips. Use binder clips. Rubber bands uh, fail. Binder clips don't. This is all covered in the seminar. You know, I went to the bathroom during that part. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I just skipped through and, and read the captions. I lost my, my manual that they, they gave you. I didn't realize trafficking this much product into the United States would take so much concentration. If we lose one shipment... Someone's going to have to kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, great episode. Yeah. Episode 50. Yeah. The, episode 50. Yeah, Tupperware Company go. is providing an amazing front for this ambitious thing we're doing. Yeah. That's really why sad. we got to get the sales back up. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, <clears throat> well, we're going to get audited. Yeah. When I was going to get audited, you get elected president. Wait